Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Beer. Let's get into it. West Tigers last year, 14th in attack, and they were eighth in defence. Look, it's a they're a tough club to speak about because new beginnings. It almost feels like every year there's a new beginning. There's a fresh coat of paint. We get excited. I'm going to go out on a limb though. I actually am really excited for the Tigers this year. Same. Do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Do I know whether Benji Marshall will be a top-tier, top-four coach? Yes. I don't know that. Do you know that? <laughs> I think he will. Okay. Do I know that he'll be at least a solid coach? I think he will be. I th- I'd be very surprised if in two to three years that Benji Marshall is not at the very least a solid coach um, that has the ability to coach a team anywhere from 10th to 6th on the ladder. I, th- I think he has enough knowledge in the game. Uh, at the very least... I think he has enough ability to be a player coach, a player first coach, and then fill his coaching staff with the tactical nous or whatever needed, assistant coaches that know the X's and O's. And some might go, well, of course Benji knows the X's and O's. He's one of the best halves in the game. I mean, look, Joey's the GOAT greatest of all time, but sometimes the GOAT can struggle, even though he's had success, but can struggle to um, communicate what he sees to other players. And so sometimes that's what's the beauty of assistant coaches. Their strength is their ability to communicate, you know, very complex things, very simple ways to players. So I am excited for the the Tigers. And not only, it's not just the fact that it's Benji Marshall, the club legend. What I love about what's happened over the last few months for the Tigers is it seems like Benji has had enough sway and pull to rein everyone into going, I'm in the direction we are heading in. Everyone needs to get behind me. We saw articles about, you know, uh, recruit, new recruitment officers brought in without his knowledge and then they clashed. That's now been moved. They've been moved on. Old CEO's been moved on. The board's been moved on. It does seem outside looking in. And then you look at the Jerome Luai signing. That was a Benji Marshall-led, um, I guess, poaching of the Panthers. And so when you look at all these things, it looks like a club that is fully on board with getting on the Benji Bush bus. What do you reckon? 
Yeah, well summarised. I feel very similar about them. Um, I think that Benji, as you said, mate, I think he's a guy that can get the best out of players. Is he going to be the greatest coach in the world? I don't know. Mm. But I would assume, similar to how I'm watching with the Queensland Maroons at the moment, the guys they've got in there, man motivators. To all these guys, Benji, growing up, was the superstar, the guy on the poster on the wall. So, I, I, I know I know it's a stupid thing to say, but I can't possibly see the Tigers going worse than what they did last year. And I just think roster-wise, they've improved a lot. I think that having this many halves to choose from, I think that the Aiden Caesar signing for the next 12 months, I think it's got the potential to be a really good one, just to give them a bit of direction, which I think they've lacked for a while. Um, and I'm, I just really hope Bud Sullivan can play 25 games this year. Mm. Bud Sullivan plays 25 games. I guarantee the Tigers are going to be, at least be entertaining to watch. Yeah. And there's also another fellow, I've forgotten his name now, if you could Google it. Benji was recently quoted saying that he's a chance to start. A yeah. Really uh, good Galvin. year. Now, look, I understand that can be thrown out sometimes to put a rocket up people's bums and get them playing that well. But Benji's a pretty straight shooter. I, I don't think he'd just throw that out because... Yes, it may put a rocket up the bum of a Bud Sullivan, up a Caesar, of Fainu, but the negative of it is that you're pumping up the rookie's tyres. So you actually may damage the rookie because then he goes, oh, like I'm going better than I think I am. So I don't think Benji would do that unless there is an actual chance that this guy, if he kills in the trials, gets the first crack of the jersey. And he has also said um, that the only jersey that's safe in the entire side is Apicorosia. Which I think is fair. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good avenue to go down. Um, yeah, I like the direction the Tigers are heading in. I think there's a lot of positives going on there. There's obviously, you know, I think the squad on paper is good. To be fair, I actually thought the squad on paper last year was pretty mm. good. Well, I just want to ask you, I know they won the spoon back-to-back, but can you honestly say that they were, they're in a worse spot last year than they were like a few years before? Like, like put it this way. In my opinion, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but the Bulldogs were the worst side in the competition last year. Yep. Now, technically, the Tigers were. They won the spoon. I'm not being an idiot. But when I look at who's got further of the mountain to climb, for me at the moment, it's the Bulldogs. Had the Tigers had a successful year last year and finished, let's say, eighth, gone out finals week <laughs> one, do you think the board's moved on? Nah, no way. The board's celebrating. Yeah. So, you know, I... Uh, I don't mind how it's played out for the Tigers, to be honest with you. I think that back-to-back spoons, when everyone sat here and said, well, the West Tigers can't get worse next year, wait, they added a team. They did get worse. Mm. Um, and if the collateral damage of that is that there was massive changes on the board and whatnot, even on the coaching staff as well, maybe you can see it as a positive. Yeah, it's almost, you know, two steps, well, a step back, but two steps Go forward. Step, two step forward, yeah. Um, Timmy? Yeah, the, the West Tigers... Oh, sorry, just quickly. Do... What are your thoughts on that statement that the Tigers weren't the worst side last year? Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. Oh, look, give or take, they're both pretty ordinary. But you've got to choose one. That's not how this works. Fine, I'll say the Tigers were the worst. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because oh. Oh. their roster was way better and they still finished below the dogs. Okay. A lot of injuries, though. Oh, unlike the dogs. <laughs> but I, I think throw into the equation of where... They are headed kind of thing. You, you know? mentioned a mountain to climb. I think the Tigers are heading in, the, in a better direction in terms of a rugby league team and going up the ladder this season. As a club, I think the Doggies are headed in a way better direction because the Doggies now have sort of with Seraldo and Phil Gould there, 
I think they're a year into their rebuild. I think there's a story from the Telegraph from the 2021 team. There's not a player left from that entire squad at the Doggies right now. So they are into their rebuild. The Tigers are doing it as we speak. They've just cleared out so, board, admin, players, so basically, all sorts of things. So to sum up your thoughts, and I actually agree with what you're saying, the Tigers are further up the mountain, but the Bulldogs are going to go a better route and eventually they'll get there quicker. I, that's summed up freakly accurately of what I was trying to get across. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I don't mind that because... Well, the, the proof's going to be in the pudding. When those juniors come through at the doggies, anyway, we'll get to the Put doggies. it this way. I think the doggies are closer to like, let's say, I don't know if you want to say a premiership, but a top four than I think the Tigers are because I think they've – I know I'm, – I'm confident the Bulldogs have the right people in place in Seraldo, in Gould. Phil Gould's the big one. Mm. That I'm confident they will be going in the right direction. And last year was a big rebuild for them. The Tigers, I still have no idea. They've got a new board in and a few different faces here and there. Are they going to be any good? I don't know. Shane Richardson, you know, in a bit of a Gould mould, he's got runs on the board. So I like, I love where the Tigers are going. Don't get me wrong. But the Doggies, I think, yeah. I think the Tigers are in a good spot, in a great spot. Uh, All aboard Benji Marshall. Can Benji Marshall get the best? Benji Bus. All aboard the Benji Bus. Plenty of room. Can Benji Marshall get the best out of a, you know, a squad that he hasn't assembled himself? Yes, he can. Do you reckon Ivan Cleary uh, trademarked get on the bus? And so Benji can't use that and that's why they haven't been using it? There is a bit of baggage around on the bus and I think as a club we should avoid it. Um, <laughs> but can he get the best out of a, out of a squad? That stretch he... limo. What about a stretch limo? Yeah, I'd take a stretch limo. <laughs> I'd take a stretch limo for sure. But yeah, we've seen this before. Uh, 2022 in the Celebrity Apprentice, he took Team Collaborate to the top, to the pinnacle. <laughs> Raised half a million dollars for charity. Did he have the roster he wanted there? Probably not. Vince Colosimo, <laughs> Will and Woody, Darren McMullen, and he got the absolute best out of these guys. So, you know, if you want any proof that this guy can get the job done when the whips are cracking, you've only got to look back to 2022 uh, with Lord Sugar, and uh, the proof's in the pudding. So I think we're in a great spot. I've actually got us winning the comp here at 100 to 1. Um, so I think this well, is going to... i tell you what, how many celebrity apprentices has Seraldo won? The silence is deafening, isn't it? <laughs> the silence is deafening. Seriously, though, I think, uh, you know, we, we touched on there's a, there's a few things to build on there from last year. You know, um, defensively, uh, we weren't that bad. We certainly weren't down the bottom. Attack was, has always been the issue for us. But I think, um, you know, we've cleaned a few players out. We've cleaned a few board out. It's Benji's team now. Just, and now that there's no dysfunctional board that would derail it, if he's got a couple of years to really put his stamp on it, I, I'm very optimistic as a Tigers fan who's been through a lot. I think we're in a good spot to, to improve, to at least yeah. improve. Yeah. Um, last. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I will say. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, I said the same thing probably similar time last year, but then they, they brought another team in and we actually went backwards. So <laughs> no new team this year. So very excited. Uh, we, actually, we actually can't go worse. The only way is not backwards. Exactly. Exactly. The only way is not backwards. We'll be all right. You may not go forwards, but you're definitely not going. <laughs> well, I, I think we'll go forwards to avoid okay. any ambiguity. We're, we're, we are going okay. to. Okay. We're going to go up. There's no fence, fence sitting here. No fence here. <laughs> not a splinter in sight. <laughs> um, so just a bit of details in regards to the board. It's been you know, a hot topic discussion. So the Holman Group, which is I think Westfield, uh, what is it? Anyway, the Holman Group, they're worth like a hundred million dollars. So they're worth a lot of money. They own 90% of the West Tigers. The Balmain Group owned 10%. The Holman Group was uh, the movers and shakers behind the review. And then they're also the ones that, um, 50 recommendations. 
that are now being uh, in, put in place by the new interim CEO, which is Richardson. Um, so the only concern, and I read this, I think, in the Sydney Morning Herald. I apologise if I get that wrong. I'm forgetting the Roy Masters wrote it. He said the only concern with the recommendation is there was only one recommendation about juniors and that the big catchment area they have. Mm -hmm. But um, apparently speaking to the board, no, that is on their radar because I do think that if the... We talk about, you know, Bulldogs going a better route to a premiership and the Tigers, but the Tigers are further up. If the Tigers can sort out their junior catchment area, mm. they could be the next Penrith. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it was it Mittagong to Liverpool? Like yeah. it is a massive base, a rugby league heartland. If they could somehow win the hearts and minds of the people there. Look, I know it's ages away. Um, you know, that would be a massive win for the club. Just quickly, to, sorry to go back to doggies because we will get to them, but and like you look at the dogs and we know that Gould's come in, they've got um, footprints in New Zealand in a bunch of different areas and a bunch of different areas of Sydney already. So there's, I just think they're a year ahead of where the Tigers are in that sense. And, and the juniors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, fair. That's fair. Um, so with the Tigers, uh, really, I mean, it's, it sucks to say, look, we understand that they're outside backs. Um, you know, look, when they're playing their best, they're bloody good outside backs. It's just the consistency that's concerned. But at the end of the day, with this current roster, and it sounds stupid to say because it's every single team, but it really is they need their halves to not even play great, just be solid. Yep. Just be solid. What do you reckon? Yeah, they've got the team around them. Like, like obviously, we would have seen the seen just say of uh, Greg Inglis getting around mm. this Tigers camp as well. I know Matty wouldn't have enjoyed that, but I loved it. Uh, the more people we can get Buller around, the better. I thought I saw him kiss the badge, Matty, just, just <laughs> quietly. I think there's a picture of him kissing the Tigers badge. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, didn't, I don't mind that at all. I love seeing G.I. in the game. And, uh, and for people listening, there's tears rolling down Matty's face right now <laughs> as he says that. <laughs> there's no camera on me today. You can't see. <laughs> okay. um, Jareen Buller. I mean, look, um, Greg Inglis gets pulled in. He's going to mentor Jareen Buller. Again, like, these are the kind of things that can happen with Benji Marshall and Shane Richardson at the club. These are heavy hitters, big movers. Getting a guy like Greg Inglis in to, to mentor a, a guy like Jareem Buller, who went to America for basketball to potentially chase that, only to come back and play a muck around game with Greg Inglis and fall, fall back in love with the game. The rest is history. Like, Jareem Buller, like, that's another thing to be excited for with the Tigers is you've got, like, Buller and Stefano, key positions, both young guns, and they've got Benji Marshall to, to guide them through. I mean, no one had more of a superstar rise than Benji Marshall. So if he knows the pitfalls of a young talent, there's, there's no one more than Benji Marshall. I'm excited to see Buller under Greg Inglis and Benji for another year. Well, he, Greg Inglis obviously knows um, uh, Buller very well, but he's going to be able to help so many of those other outside backs as well. Mm. I look at a guy like Stafford Toa. Mm. Gave Val Holmes one of the great barts last year at uh, Leichhardt Oval uh, that, that night where the Tigers put on a show. 60 to 10 or whatever it was. Um, I, I, at his best, he's such a good player. And Tupo on the wing as well. Exactly, exactly. But um, they were pretty quiet for, for the rest of the season. So I'm really looking forward to not only the impact he can have with Buller, but also the rest of that back line as well. Buller's <laughs> first season in the NRL after having spent, what was a year out of it or whatever it was, yep. 18 games in the Wooden Spoon team, lost 14 games, won four, and he had seven tries, five tries, ran for 160 metres per game. If the Tigers can improve this season, which they will, and, like, they can improve significantly, like, you know, we've all seen him play. But he's... 
he's a superstar in the making. Mm. We also don't have a stat for the effort plays. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That he's consistently coming up with. We don't have a stat for try savers yep. that he's coming up with. And you know what? Most of the time, the opposition scored two tackles after our, anyway. But my God, Bullard may come up with some huge defensive. You don't play. have a stat for making your friend smile as well. Heard he's a, a very good friend that Sky makes you high. smile. Yeah. His second game in the NRL against Penrith. <laughs> and he had those two try savers unclear. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear a word of that. I didn't hear a word of the one before. It's uh, making your friends smile is a big part mm. of rugby league. What would you call that? Smile stat. Smile stat. Smile efficiency. Like, smile efficiency. <laughs> Post contact smiles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you saying? Sorry, Timmy. Before I, I don't even know. Just got that great in clinic at Bathurst. I think yeah. you're oh, second game in the NRL and he's the best on ground. They knock off Penrith and two, as Guru alluded to, two incredible try saving tackles. Possibly both on. Yeah, you go. I'm done. I'm done as well. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay. Uh, no, I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. And, and Thanks, mate. <laughs> you've made me smile. Um, it's a good point. Like in a, a club that needs culture and needs someone to kind of lead the way a guy like Buller is that like even when the season over game was over Buller <laughs> Buller was there try saving tackles anyway let's move on um, I think it is unreal to look at a Tigers side one to seven and go that's a pretty handy squad and Adam Dewey isn't even part of it mm. previous years you're going fuck if this team is to have a crack this year Everything has to come off Adam Dewey, who's probably playing mm. out of position, mm. out of necessity. He's not even in this team, and I go, that's a pretty strong squad. And if, able to add him in mid-season, fantastic. And also, like, if, if Stafford plays as well as we know, Olin plays as well as we know, mm-hmm. where does he fit? Big question. Which, and look, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I would still have Dewey in my starting side. Uh, yep. It's more just that's where they've come from when two, two years ago, Dewey was captain... He was everything. He was the face of the club two, three years ago. I do really hope, though, that Benji puts a line in the sand and says, not in the halves anymore, though. I There's no way, surely, yeah, surely. Is, so well, they've got the, too many options. Yeah. Sure, but I just put a line in the sand. It's not your position. Make centre your position. Make 13 your position if mm. you want, whatever it might be. I just think six and seven is not where his rest of his career He lies. reminds me of Whitening, just he's not a six. He's a, I think he'd be a bloody good centre in a side that's going to give him good ball. Yeah. Whereas before, he was six because he didn't get any ball. He had to frigging go in and get it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think he's a, a centre out, out and out centre in my opinion. And in those teams that needed something, he, he did really well at six. Yeah, for sure. Wrong, but he's not a six. Mm. I'm not saying six is necessarily his best position, but I think he has a lot of attributes that can make him a very good six. Why are you boys both so adamant that he's not a six and he's a centre? Because, uh, well, I don't believe he has enough ball-playing vision. I think everything he does is very premeditated. I think that we see this giant left-to-right cut-out ball and people think he's a great ball player. A lot of the time, to me, it's very premeditated. He can't pass the ball right to left. I, he is a, he, the, the, the best thing about his game is his running game. Mm-hmm. He should be in a centre. I, I, th- I think it's his, his, his mindset. He's a goer and... He's always thinking, not necessarily run first, but he just wants to get amongst it. He wants a lot of runs, a lot of touches, and sometimes in the halves when you've got structures and systems. Now, he could eventually, he could change that mentality and maybe he was being forced to run all the time because no one was doing anything. And I understand that, you know, the years that he was six and Brooks was seven, 
you know, Brooks was, he wasn't playing well. He wasn't yeah. getting involved. He was having barely yeah. any touches. So that, that could force him to do that. That's 17 try assists in 20 games in 2021. Mm. Is, is, that, is that a nature of, though, forcing that because you're the only one getting the ball in your hands and, you know, creating those moments? I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm saying he's not a 5'8". Yeah, yeah, no, it's fair. Mm. I'm just, he's, a, he's a bloody great player. I just think that in a good team that gets him good ball, with a great tip onto his winger or a great, if he's in one further and he, uh, he cut that ball past the fullback, he can still have those ball playing moments, but it's his running game that is yeah. special in my opinion. And, and he's just, he's tough carries out of his own then that he would do. I think he'd make a bloody good centre. He's, he's a good solid six, but he makes a bloody good centre. When are we, like mid-season or something, hey? He, he, yeah, he did it in round six last year, so potentially earlier than mid-season? Probably early. I mean, he's so dedicated that... It wouldn't surprise me if he yeah. comes back a bit earlier. Uh, now, another guy that hasn't been talking, like, you know, there's been Bud Sullivan, uh, Latu Fainu. Samuel Fainu is an under-19 New South Wales forward. Um, you know, he could have a breakout year off the bench if he does make that starting 17. Now, this is uh, your starting 17, Timmy. Mm. Buller, Staines, Toa, uh, Toa Olam, Junior Tupo, Sullivan, Caesar, Clemmer, Coruscant, Utur, Ikamanu, Bateman, Papali'i, Bowler, Kapoa, Twol, Matumoa, and Fainu. But yeah, Fainu for me, he is very early in his development, but he's definitely flown under the radar as a really strong signing. I mean, if he was going into nearly any of the top tier rosters as a signing of a New South Wales under 19 forward, we'd probably be talking about him a bit more. Um, I think that there's a chance he has a good year. I really do. Yeah, he looked good at times last year for Manly. Really, yeah, for really sure. big impact. I'm surprised they let him go. Yeah, well, I, you have to wonder um, was Latu fine? Who just Which, all involved in all that? Yeah. But like, well, like in some what degree? Yeah, like what happened there? Yeah, because I was surprised they let Latu go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Fainu, he's already played NRL. He's shown glimpses of impact. I think that he was the captain as well of the 19s Blues. He's a gun. He's a gun, and it hasn't really been spoken yeah. about. We've spoken about Latu, Bud Sullivan. Caesar or whoever is going to get it. But I think Fainu yeah. may fly under the radar as one of their better signs. And I'd love to see the, the preference last season was for Appy Coruscant to be an 80-minute hooker. Um, Benji could see that completely differently. And I'd love to see Talon De Silva get that 14 spot. Mm. And, you know, to your point of shared hooking duties and particularly Appy Coruscant has such a great running game. Mm. I think 60 minutes for him. Like yeah. it was so successful uh, over at Penrith. You don't want so, Coruscant making 45, nah, 50 tackles. You really don't. So I, ho- I do hope they go that way. <clears throat> okay, time for the rubber to meet the road. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I am going to go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Carry the one, drop the two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 11th to 14th. Uh, I was going to go 12 to 16. 
I've got him in 15th, so 13 to 16th. I've got him in 14th or 15th. I've got him in the 13 to 16 bracket, but towards the top of that. So I'm hoping about 14th. 14th? Yep. Baby steps. Okay. Baby steps, baby. Um, so who's one in that side that if I was another club, because of how stacked their back row is at the moment, if I was another club and I could get my hands on this Asu Kapoa, he comes off contract at the end of this season, I would snap him up in a heartbeat and offer him a starting yeah. spot. You just look at him and you go, yeah, he's so rough around the edges, but you just see these moments of like just explosiveness. He's so big and strong. It's, it's almost a... He played wing at some stage. Like, he's yeah. so big. For, and, you know, I know they obviously signed Isaiah Papali when he was at a high, and I'm like, Isaiah Papali's a better player, don't get me wrong. But value-wise between those two, my God, mm. you get some good value out of Kapala. Mm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I'm with you, Guru, um, around Jaden Sullivan being the one to step up with the biggest upside, but between, like, the team is, looks so good with the question mark around the halves. They do have lots of options. Between Caesar, Sullivan, Fino, if one of these boys can just step up and really lift and be the attacking key to this side, like they could be pushing towards the top eight. But again, big if. But Bud's the man. Well, if Sullivan fulfills his potential, yeah. like they, they could land seventh to ninth. They could. If he fulfills his potential. Do we think Junior Tupu on the wing Tim's got here, which I, I don't mind, but he's obviously not going to be at the club the year after. Bit of a project sort of guy. Do you think Benji will go with Tupu or do you think he'll go in a different direction? Well, hearing Benji talk, he wants to win games now. Yeah. Um, so as long as he's consistent, uh, what a signing from Wayne Bennett. You just oh, know shit. that guy's going to go up there and become the best ring in the comp. Like, seriously. Because um, they've got this kid from uh, this guy from Union who – I don't watch a heap of Union. I watched some highlights the other day. I thought he looked really impressive. I don't know when the highlights are from, any context, but uh, Solomon – uh, Alamala, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, apologies, but uh, just from the highlights that I saw, which could have been from 10 years ago for all I fucking know, um, he looks like a handy footballer, mate. Yeah.